Welcome to Alphabet Light Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where we go through the official end of the Marvel Universe and talk about all the characters and worlds we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is a group of just, like, real crappy teens who follow as an old terrorist. <laughs> Rob. Uh, Magneto, bring me a group of teenagers with attitudes. <laughs> uh, speaking of... Oh, does the Upstarts get their own entry? I'm reasonably sure they do. Oh, because I really want to talk about those. I really want to talk about those Nazi teams and dunk on them the entire time. I mean, I'm pretty sure at least Fenris have their own entry. You're you're not going to get to it for a bit. Uh, yeah, no, for a long time. <laughs> no, but but no. Oh wait, did did uh Fenris? Well, did Andrea? No, Andrea. Wait, the dude one. And that's thing? Andreas. Andreas. It's Andreas and Andrea. Did Andrea, by the time these come out, do that thing where he made a hilt up made out of his dead sister's skin so he can use I'm his power? I'm reasonably sure, yes. Okay, cool. Because I think he'll be covered under S for swordsman. Oh. Hmm, okay, So you cool. won't be getting to that one for a little while. Yeah, I won't get to it for a while. But especially since I read past uh, F already. So, Frenrist isn't there. But, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about the Acolytes today. Yes. Who, um, and I'm going to do this. I, I knew it was a bad idea the first time, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to say all of the members. Okay. So, okay, never mind. I'm not doing that. Okay, so Barnacle or Mortable Everett. Rusty Collins. Um, oh, boo! Boo! Okay. Sorry. Wait, you don't like Rusty Collins? <laughs> no, I don't like people who burn a prostitute when he gets horny. He was not in a prost- movie, you know. I know. No, that was a good Rusty Collins, though. And he also, that's Firefest. He doesn't want to be called Rusty Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty Collins. Uh, Colossus or uh, Pieter Rasputin. Fabian Cortez. Boo. Anne Marie Cortez. Boo. boo. Chrome, I don't have much opinions on. Alan Orialan uh, uh Decay. Jacob Led Lashinsky. Uh, Marco DeGaido. Um, Delgado, Delgado, uh, Kamal eh, Aloui, Exodus, uh, or Bennett du Paris or Perry, Bennett du Paris, I would say, because he's French. Yeah, Frenzy, who is uh, getting a comeback lately. Uh, she's Joanna always turned up and stuff. Cargill, yeah, she is. Uh, she's getting a lot of a lot of a lot of story beats lately. And X Corps, X Corps. Yeah, yes, say? I think she was in that. Yeah. Um. Gargouille? Gargouille? Also French. Yep. Uh, or Lavinia uh, LeBlanc? Uh, Isaac Javits? Uh, famous. I assume he has the proportionate strength uh, and uh, proportionate strength and agility of a convention center. Yep. Uh, Katu, Kleinstock Brothers, and that's Harlan, Sven, and Eric Kleinstock. Uh, Seamus Mellencamp, Francisco Milan, Neophyte, Simon Hall, Omega Sentinel, and that's uh, Karima... Karima Shapandar, I believe. Shapandar, yep. Orator, or Victor Ludwig, Polaris Lorna Dane. Yay, woo! Not in this group, but yay! Uh, Projector, uh, or Zachary Williams, Rectus, uh, David Rice, or David Rice, uh, Rimram, uh, or Marcus Andrews, Random, uh, Marshall Stone or Marshall Stone Scanner Sarah Real or Sarah Real uh, Sudvik Shiyaka Shinyaka uh, Suvik Senyaka I would say yeah Skids you but, yay but also why are you dating Rusty um, <laughs> S- S- Sally Blevins uh, Spore uh, Andrew Graves Static who is Gianna not the guys Esperanza. in the cartoon nope not that one. Tempo, Heather Tucker, Camilla. Where, where, where's a garbage can on her head? Yep. Uh, Camilla, or, or you. Carmela Unicione. 
Usio. Oh yeah, I wasn't doing the hand movement. That's why you, I was having crew. It's not Usio. working. She's the daughter of uh, Unus the Untouchable. Uh, wait, how how did someone? How did he get someone pregnant? Wait, I mean, like, he wait. can be touchable. It, well, well, I was gonna be uh, gonna oh. make a make a joke because, yeah, but whatever. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> uh Vendaloo or Venkat Kata Katragata and Amelia Volt. And Nance Summer Winters. Nance Winters. Nance Winters. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of former members of the Acolytes. Yeah. Uh, they used to be in New Avalon, which was the uh, Satpura Mountains mm. in India, Mahaya Pradesh, India, mm. um, Genosha, Avalon, and Asteroid M. And they first appeared in X Men number one. Rubicon. You you may have uh, you may be familiar with that comic as it sold about five million copies. Yeah, it was a it was the ninety one like free well well new number right. one. Chris Claremont, Jim Lee, interconnecting covers. Yeah, and uh, I will say I really I like a Jim Lee um, Magneto. Oh sure, a Jim Lee Magneto looks good. Um. But yeah, you might honestly be like actually very familiar with this. It has Magneto, uh, just you know doing doing Magneto stuff, scowling, red and magenta, people shooting at him. But he has a magnetic field around him. Well, of course, it's got all the other X Men on the interconnecting covers. You got your Beast, your Gambit, Cyclops, Jean Grey, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty good cover. Um, As you look at it, you will hear the 90s X-Men theme in your head. Yeah, very much. I, I am actively hearing it right now because it's, uh, it uses that the title art is the same as well as the 90s X-Men mm-hmm. one. Uh, I'm here that dude sting like right now. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good cover. So uh, do you want to talk about a bunch of teens? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, the Acolytes were a group of mutants who embraced the teaching of the mutant terrorist, uh, Magneto. It was originally led by Fabian Cortez. Boo! Um, the Acolytes were, they sought out Magneto and his orbiter base, uh, Asteroid M. Uh, they were being chased by, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and they requested sanctuary and Magneto agreed and began stockpiling nuclear weapons as a defense against the inevitable attack when his plans was opposed by the X-Men. I feel like you could stop a little. You can go a little bit below nuclear weapons, like a little bit below. You know, it's it's Magneto. He doesn't. The, the man has no chill. No, he doesn't. Um, after Magneto was injured by Wolverine, uh, Cortez was began using his powers to supposedly heal. By the way, quotation marks around heal. You know, scare quotes. Uh, Magneto, uh, while staging a retribution assault on the island nation Genosha, which recently. Abandoned mutant slavery, the Acolytes captured multiple X-Men, and uh, after Magneto captured the X-Men, a founder, Professor X, and geneticist Mort Metagard, uh, and attempted, they attempted to uh, turn the captured hero, and attempted to turn the captured heroes was thwarted by the remaining X-Men, after who stormed at as- Asteroid M in order to rescue their comrades. And uh, Cortez, in the ensuing clash, uh, betrayed Magneto, leaving him to die as Asteroid M was destroyed. The acolyte Chrome and Marie Marco Degato uh, sacrificed their lives to safeguard Magneto as Asteroid M crash landed in the Middle East. So, uh, by the way, uh, Fabian Cortez. Fabian Cortez was part of the uh, Upstarts, um, and they had this game uh, basically where all the Upstarts were like. Just wealthy, super-powered people. And they all had a game where they would try to take out well-known heroes and villains. And the people who took out the, uh, like, had the most points would win. Um, I, th- I think the best they got were, like, the Hellions. Yeah. Because Fabian would have gotten a lot of points for Magneto. But he didn't. So, but yeah. So Fenris was in it, so not to sympathize us. Um, and, uh... Uh, Fabian, and I forget who the other people were. I think Sienna Blaze is in there. Yeah. yeah. I feel I wanna... that the ex- some, somebody maybe in the Externals was involved. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, it's just a bunch of rich, rich assholes, you know? Yes. They have powers. 
Uh, also, they're all Nazi sympathizers because they work with Federalists who are Nazis. Uh, but yeah. So Cortez was subsequently revealed to be a member of the Upstarts. I accidentally said this. I just want to talk about how crappy Cortez was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so but basically a bunch of young mutants. They're, they're trying to, you know, get their own leadership by killing mutants for points. Uh, mutants martyrdom cost uh, Cortez to recruit more acolytes such as Usacone. Uh, Cargill and the Kleinstock brothers who attacked uh, our mother of sacred heart school in upstate New York in order to capture a young boy who would become a mutant in adolescence. The X-Men stopped the attack and rescued the boy whom the acolytes had discarded upon realizing he had Down syndrome. You know, they really suck. Yeah. They really suck. <laughs> At, le- at least, okay, at least they suck in a way where you were supposed to know they suck instead of how, like, you know, like, Xavier would act half the time. Where you're supposed to think he's a good guy. So, at least they did that. But, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, and Bader, uh, Magneto recruited Exodus as his new lieutenant. He created Avalon, a second space station built from the remains of Cable Space Station, Grey Malkin, as well as the as well as alien Shi'ar technology that Magneto had co-opted during his time at Xavier School. Everybody's always taking that Shi'ar technology. Yeah. Like Shi'ar technology is the X-Men version of unstable molecules. Yeah, pretty much. So they recaptured Mort uh Mort McTaggart, uh and they hid in at the abandoned Mont Saint Francis uh Monastery on the French coast. One of their own members, Neophyte, helped the X-Men rescue Metagert and defeated the Acolytes after discovering the truth about Cortez's betrayal of Magneto. Mm. The Acolytes uh, next attacked a hospital on Wontog, Virginia. Uh, government. Uh, yeah, Wontog, Virginia. Wontog, Virginia. Government-sanctioned Mutant Team X-Factor investigated, uh, capturing the uh, acolyte named Spore, and by the way, that's not Spore as in it's it's S with P O O R. No, it's I, I mean it, it is an actual word. Yeah. Uh, Spore. Spore. Yeah. I just never I I never seen it. It's uh, it's the the it's uh, something you use to trace an animal. So like a like a footprint oh. or the uh, or the scent. Oh. So and I he's like he an has... animal guy. So okay. Like, Spore. Spore. Yep, so Spore uh, revealed the Acolyte's plan only when X-Factor member Quicksilver, or Magneto's son, or is he? He was at the time, he's not now. Will he be in the future? Maybe. Or is he? I think they're trying to do like- a real soundboard there. Yeah, no, I love having it. Uh, But I want to say that they're trying to kind of pseudo say- it doesn't matter if you're not my biological daughter, uh, uh, uh Scarlet Witch. You, I, you grew up with me. Yeah, I mean, I think right well now. because they can use him in in the movies now. I think they're trying to backtrack that a little. But we shall yeah. see. We will see because it makes it makes uh all of decimation the decimation event like mean something completely different. Listen, I Quicksilver say Quicksilver isn't a mutant. I say it is time to reject modernity and embrace tradition, they should go back to being the children of uh, the Wizard and Miss America. Yes, they need to. That's what I want more than anything. I want the Wizard and, and Miss America to be their, uh, to be their parents. Yes. Because it's way better of, of a thing. And also, it complicates their backstory even more, and I love it. Indeed. <laughs> so, I just want to be able to explain characters and people be still ex- confused at the end. That's all I want. That's why I like explaining uh, the absorbing man and how he got turned into drugs. Yes. So. Um. But yeah. So. Spore. Uh, spore. 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 Uh. Revealed that the acolyte's next target was a military base in Kent Hayden, Kentucky. That there, the X Factor drove the drove off the acolytes only discovered that Captain Hayden was actually a front for a plant producing mutant hunting 
Sentinel robots after attacking the camp. Hayden Magneto returned with Exodus revealed uh, Cortez's betrayal and wrest control of the acolytes from him. Magneto had Exodus uh, retrieve members of the mutant team X Force along with the brainwashed former mutant liberation front members, uh, Rusty Collins and Skids for recruiting purposes. And then he reversed their brainwashing, and then they're just like, well, we just kind of followed the last mutant authority leader that talked to us, so I guess you're our dad now. <laughs> That's right, the, the mutant liberation front, or MILF. Yep, MILF. Yep. That's the reason you don't see, you see, you see so many, so many of the organizations just go by their acronym, but not, not Mutant Liberation Front, not in the Year of Our Lord, the late 2000s. Yeah, we, uh, we, we had, they had a good 10 year run before American Pie came out. Yep. Uh, Magneto uh, returned back to Earth during the funeral of Ileana Rasputin, who was killed by the legacy virus. Uh, Magneto offered the mourners membership in his acolytes. The offer was rejected by all except for uh, Colossus, Ileana's brother, who lost faith in Xavier's dream after his sister's death. You should have lost that a long time ago, dude. Well, yes. But, but yeah. Although, uh, his sister had only recently died. Yeah. Also, though, I will also say, hey, Magneto, maybe give it, give it a couple days before you offer people that. Give it a couple days. It feels like you're kind of, I don't know, trying to profit off of people's mourning. Well, it worked, though. I mean, it did, but but yeah. Gotta strike all that iron's hot. I guess. Or, or well, the organic steel is hot. Uh, so, um, Colossus returned with Magneto to Avalon, and the X-Men soon assaulted the base. The attack ended when uh, Professor X wiped, the, wiped Magneto's mind clean, reducing him to an inert state. Exodus assumed leadership of the acolytes cortez resurfaced and attempted to seize control of genosha taking magneto's non-mutant daughter luna as hostage luna was rescued by combined efforts of the x-men and the avengers including luna's parents quicksilver and the inhuman crystal and uh, cortez was apparently killed by exodus during their rescue and as far as i know he stayed dead for a little bit. Yes. Or am I thinking of the second apparent death? No, I think Cortez was indeed... He might have been dead until the Krakoan era. Yes, by the way, if you want to see Fabian Cortez get psychologically destroyed by Magneto, read Sword. There's, there's like one page where Fabian Cortez is... He's, he's working with Sword... Because they need a power booster, but like he's like the only power booster that was like not on a team already. Yes, and everyone hates him. And Magneto was going up to you know help raise the sword tower, uh, sword sword not sword tower, sword space space. Uh, the, what the do you peak. call that? It's the, the peak. peak. The peak. Yeah. Um. And uh, Magneto was coming in. And everyone was just like, oh, and Fabian was like trying to be like, oh, you're so great, Magneto. You're so wonderful. I'm so glad you're here. And he completely ignores him completely. And Magneto does like one of the warmest greetings to Peeper. That's right. To Peepers of all people. To Peeper. But by the way, but Peeper's like real good. I like Peeper. Well, yes. But also, mm. but also like Magneto's like real loyal to people who's loyal to him. Like, and Peeper, you know, that mutant force, mutant force days. Oh, sure. Also, where's the Shocker? Why haven't we seen the Shocker? Well, I think he goes by Paralyzer now, so people don't assume Paralyzer. that he's a, the quilted Spider-Man villain. Well, uh, I mean, where's he at? I haven't seen him in the Krakoa He briefly age, popped I? up in, in a later issue of Sword. I believe him and maybe Lifter? Yeah. I think I think Slither is just part of the Serpent Society now, permanently. He is, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he just found his niche of being a snake guy amongst other snake guys. You know, good for him. Good for and, him. and they don't judge him for being a mutant because hey, snake guy. We're all snake well, guys also, here. Also, there's like five other mutants in the Serpent Society too. This is probably true. Yeah. Which okay, I know again, I I know this isn't gonna happen, but what about like Puff Adder and like and like Black Racer and stuff like that? Like I mean, they're mutants. St they're still uh Puff, I know yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess they are. Yeah, they are. Did they did they are did they take did they take the deal? I think they just kind of prefer being with the Serpent Society. I think so. Too, it's like uh, it's like Whirlwind. That guy's a mutant, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm just busy fighting Iron Man. 
Yeah. Speaking of, there's so many mutants that are just not related to X-Men at all. Well, yes, because they they kind of just decided that anybody who was just born with their in, inherent uh, superhuman powers was a mutant. And so a bunch of guys did get classified as mutants, despite not being X characters. Well, okay. So I have a question for you, and this is this this opinion would get me blocked by Dan Slot on Twitter. I know, but okay. okay so remember the X Men Fantastic Four thing? Yes. Where they the big reveal is basically like uh, Franklin Richards reveal, is not really Franklin Richards not a mutant, and he right. basically was pretending to be a mutant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So the definition, I'm pretty sure the definition of a mutant and a mutate are pretty simple, right? Apparently, you can. Be born with powers, but not actually have the X gene. But, but, uh, but, uh, they, uh, they did the whole that thing with uh, the Secret Warriors as well. Did they? Okay. Because, like, I don't, I feel like, but, like, they make such a big deal that if you're born with powers. I know. You're a mutant. I mean, it doesn't always, it's not always consistent because often they have their powers before puberty. Yeah, but there's mutants that have power before, like, there's so many mutants that have powers before puberty too, though. Right. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I feel like Franklin is a mutant just because. Like, I feel like if if Steve Rogers had a kid with another person who had powers, that kid would be a mutant because it would be born and it had powers. It would be born a mutant. I mean, like, it's- I feel like if two superhuman powered people have a kid and they have a superpower, that kid's a mutant because their genes make they have automatically have powers. Well, that's why born. I think, like, technically Spider-Girl from MC2 was also a mutant. Yeah. But... So, like, I feel like Franklin is mutant. <laughs> but... And I know, I read that, I've read I read through that series several times and be like, no, I, I don't, I disbelieve this. This is, <laughs> I do, I, no. <laughs> but, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I just, I just wish Dan Slott liked Franklin more. He clearly doesn't like Franklin as much as Hickman does, and I like when Hickman likes Franklin. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, whatever. I just, I, I just, keep, I keep on thinking about that lately, and it's bothering me so much. But, but yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to the next part. Um, the Exodus and the Acolytes returned to Avalon, where they found a this dimensionally uh, displaced mutant Holocaust floating in space, rescued and reawakened. Uh, the guy named Holocaust killed the Acolytes, Rusty, yes. and Milan, and confronted Exodus. R.I.P. Rusty. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't sure. come back on Krakoa yet, either. N- yep. That's, I mean, it's great, but also, yeah. Um, also, the mutant named Holocaust killing people is, you know, I don't know if that's, I feel like that's nominal determinism. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not like that's his, like, legal name. Well, Okay, well, but it feels like, I mean, I know he probably did be like, hey, hello, my name's Holocaust, bam, bam, bam. He probably didn't do that, but, but and, like. Uh, actually, I was just looking at a bunch of, like, old 90s X-Men figures. They had, they had a figure of him. Surprise, surprise, they changed his name for the uh, action figure. Yeah, I feel like it's still not a great name. Uh, they called him Dark Nemesis. I feel like you should name Holocaust a different name for some reason. I don't know why. Feel I don't know. It just feels like you should. I um, mean, I think eventually they uh, there was a later incarnation of him that was known as Genocide. Ugh, again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, he's a bad guy. Yeah, but you can name people. You can name bad guys things that doesn't you know invoke. I don't know genocide. He, I mean, he's a, he's a really bad guy. So uh, the acolyte fought enlisted the aid of. The X-Men members, Cyclops and Jean Grey, albeit too late to prevent Avalon's destruction. Colossus escaped with Magneto in a life pod, while Cyclops and Jean found themselves separated, each with a group of acolytes. Cyclops' section of Avalon crash-landed in the Australian Outback, which... Was he part of the Australian team? I don't believe... No, that was no, he when he, he was on X-Factor at the time. He was on X-Factor. Yeah, no, he wasn't part of the Australian he team. He probably but visited at least once. Probably, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so he landed in the Australian Outback. He led the Acolytes to the X-Men's former Australian base, which the Acolytes were arrested, after which they were arrested. Um, later... Oh, I forgot about Joseph. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot about Joseph. How could, you, how could you forget about Joseph? He's Magneto, except he's not. I just... 
you know, there's a lot of X-Men continuity that I just try to block out because it just complicates things way more than they should. But yeah. So Magneto's clone, Joseph, sought the truth about his past. Uh, a search led him to Avalon's ruins in South America. He found a group of Athelites who believed him to be their savior reborn. Meanwhile, in Antarctica, Exodus formed his own group of acolytes and began rebuilding Avalon, intending to launch it in space. An act that would cause devastation on Earth. How? I mean, I guess the I saw something, the Earth's magnetosphere or something. Like, just launch a space station. It, they, people do that all the time. I don't know. Like, why does it have to hurt the Earth? <laughs> but, but whatever, okay. Um... Seeking to stop this destruction, Joseph led his acolytes against Exodus, resulting in a war between two factions. Ultimately, Joseph convinced all assembled that he was Magneto and ordered uh, the acolytes to be disbanded. Um, Forming the acolytes once more, Exodus... Reforming the acolytes once more, Exodus attacked Wondergore Mountain in search of the high evolutionary power, enhancing Isotope E, but his followers were defeated by Quicksilver and the Knights of Wondergore. Uh, that is from Quicksilver's uh, short-lived late '90s solo series. Okay, Am it's I actually written at... by John Ostrander. It's actually not bad. It's got a lot of uh, got a lot of the new men in it. If you like the new men, ooh, yeah, the new men. Or like, uh, like <laughs> it has a lot of new men in it. It's just Hel- just uh, yeah. And, and every time night. he go- every time he gets back to the headquarters, he's like, "Hello, new men." <laughs> uh, following Magneto's return, the acolytes once again. Uh, rally to his cause and works or opposed by the X-Men. Magneto ceded control over Genosha, was ceded control over Genosha by the United Nations after threatening to launch an electromagnetic pulse, which would bring human civilization to a standstill. Uh, Cortez resurfaced and was taken back to his former lord and master, who sought to keep Cortez at arm length. Oh, no, he dies after... Consentant overkills him. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, she does one good thing. <laughs> um, she's going to be on the Marauders, too. Okay, That's right. sorry. I'm, now I'm remembering this. Okay. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to next uh, to all of this year. The stuff. Mm-hmm. Ex- mm, uh, mm, mm. Except. Am I looking forward to that, th- to that uh, 1v1v1 event with the Internals, the X-Men, and the... Uh, the Avengers. Listen, I don't know Art, if, I if there's am. one thing I know about you, it is that you love the Eternals. Uh, yeah, I do. I have found. Okay, I found a person who likes the Eternals. Uh huh. I'm going to have them on, and I'm going to have them on uh, some episodes with the Eternals. Ooh. And I want them to convince me to like them. Have you watched the movie? I have not watched the movie yet because I have not reactivated my Disney Plus yet. Oh, okay. But yeah, I heard that that's pretty decent. It's not bad. I liked it. Yeah, it still doesn't change the fact that they're eternal. Oh, they're 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 eternaling it up all over the place. Other members of the acolytes soon flocked to the island nation to help rebuild its economy and way of life. Uh, some, such as Scanner, joined the Genosian Unified Front Defense Force. Others, uh, also known as Guppies, I'm joking, but also Guppies would be a great name. Um, <laughs> other rebelled against Magneto and helped the township of Karen Cove. To den- uh, uh, carrion deny him Cove. Ac- carrion Crove to deny him access to a device which would force uh, restores uh, to his full power, which Carrion Cove is definitely not an evil place. <laughs> uh, the Acolytes were later in Genosha when it was decimated by the Sentinels, commanded by uh, supposedly the evil twin of Xavier. Supposedly. I mean, she was very unkind to the beast. I mean, no, no, she was very bad, but, like, she didn't do a good enough job in the womb absorbing all of Xavier's badness. In fact, I think she did a really bad job at that. Also, what was that? What was the whole thing? Like, she's basically like the, um, oh, man, do they have Cassandra Nova in this? They have to. Yes, she's definitely in. Yeah, because I need, because, like, I know her deal, but I'm still very confused about it without how they explain why she's around. But, yeah. um. But yeah, following the events of M-Day, several of the Acolytes were depowered. Exodus soon gathered a new band of Acolytes, including Frenzy, Usakone, uh, Senyaka, and new recruits Random and Tempo had joined Exodus in his alliance against Mr. Sinister and his Marauders. 
to search for a newborn mutant. Uh, former acolytes, Gar. That's Gargoyle. Gargoy. Gargoy. Vindaloo, Neophyte, and Projector later encountered the X Men who were seeking Exodus's whereabouts. Uh, was Hope Summers around when these were? This is the newborn mutant they're looking for. Okay, cool. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Oh, man. I need to reread that series of Cable. That was such a good where he br- brings Hope Summers into the future so mm-hmm. to keep her safe, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Also, Hope's the, the, the book where she was uh, the leader of a team. Oh, uh, Generation Hope. Generation Hope. Yes, that one. That's also really good. It has not Darwin. What was the name? The guy who would be who does perfect in what situation he's in. Like he can uh, become primal. super sm- primal. Yeah. Yeah. He's always, he's like, he's always optimal in his situation. Yes. So like, I like these idea of his powers a lot. Like he could, he, he can pick out perfectly the perfect amounts and the exact foods he needs to be at per- per- peak condition, like in any environment as well as, or become super smart, or become like, yeah, he's like Darwin, but like instead of surviving everything, he's just peak human in every mm-hmm. thing. It's interesting. Yeah, no, it's I like, thought he was uh, neat. Yeah, I know. I like those conceptual powers a lot. There's a, it's a lot of fun. I also had the uh, the the uh, Catholic uh, girl who was uh, who hated being a mutant because she was like super Catholic and a oh, mutant-phobe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Also, it had a Valisa dad. Oh my god, he's my favorite. Okay, sorry, I need to reread that one. I really <laughs> like that book. It was really good. Um, but yeah, so we're just gonna kind of go through. We mentioned all of these people, um, mm-hmm. but we're just gonna go through what their powers are and stuff, and uh, you know, you just you just talk about it a little bit. Some of these people have some really interesting powers. Oh, time. Oh man, time shadow. What was that one dude? It was in the 88, uh, 89 update. Oh, he was from uh, the the, uh, the Alliance of Evil. Alliance of Evil guy, but, yeah. Uh, that also included Frenzy, in fact. Yeah, it included Frenzy. Um, and his power is like he can bring a person from one of his possible futures to fight with him. Did he ever show up? It was Time Shadow, right? Yeah, I don't know. that. I think maybe he died of the Legacy Virus. Oh, he should come back. That would be such a fun character to play around with. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Time Shadow. Okay, so yeah, first person we're going to be talking about on here, and there's a lot of them here, so this is going to be a two uh, a two episode week. Um, Fabian Cortez uh, first showed up in X Men issue number one, 1991, and his abilities is to boost or overload others' powers via touch. The thing is, is his is a, his is basically like a drug, though. Yes, it makes you feel real good, like it's like you're doing like opium. Not opium, like you're doing like oxy. Yes, uh, something like that. So, because the reason why I, the reason why Magneto felt good after getting his powers boosted, quote unquote, is because like he was basically getting a high off of his powers. Um, then we have uh, Anne Marie Cortez showed up in the same issue. Can mythically control others, form empathic links with others, and enhance agility. And then we have Chrome, who is he's Alan uh, Mark. Urikic. Uh, he also showed up in the same issue. He's a uh, he can rearrange uh, matter on a sub molecular level to transform others into chrome statues, increasing density or allow himself to fly. That's real specific. Also, where does the flying come in with that? Uh, molecules. Yeah, but he can transform into chrome statues. Mm. So the increasing density makes sense, but the fly. Okay. Uh, then we have uh, Marco Del- uh, Delgado showed up in the same issue. He can increase his size uh, to enhance strength, durability, and endurance. You know, you gotta love a guy who just turns big so he can get stronger. You know? Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Nance Winters. Again, same issue. Uh, none. No, no powers. Was controlled by Ian Cortez. We have Scanner who is a Sarah Real, showed up in Avengers 357 in 1992. She can generate bioelectric- bioelectricity to transform herself into a living hologram, scramble psychic projections, and sense mutants and astral forms. It was the 90s. We were all very into holograms. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frenzy, who is uh, Joanna Cargill, showed up in Uncanny X-Men issue 298, 1993. Uh, Superhuman physique that, well, she's strong and tough. And uh, she shows she shows up in a lot of like potential of future X-Men teams or alternate universe X-Men teams. Well, she was briefly on the team sort of uh, during X-Men Legacy towards the, the end of that. Yeah. Um, and if you read the Heroes Reborn uh, thing, she was part of the Mutant Force or right. uh, Magneto's um, X-Men team. Mm. Or because Xavier died and the 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 blah, 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 blah. The Squadron uh, Supreme of America uh, didn't like mutants because surprise, they're all real, real racist somehow uh, by against mutants. Also, I will say uh, I enjoyed that series so much, uh, and I feel, but I feel like it shouldn't have been a mainline Avengers thing. Mm. Does that make sense? I, I can get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. like it should have been a side thing, like how Dark Ages is, or um, mm. uh, the Amazing Fantasy right. uh, book that's coming out right now. But you know, I trust Jason Aaron for the most part. I just yeah. feel like it shouldn't have like interrupted, you know, a couple months mm. worth of stuff. Um, but that being said, the Heroes Reborn thing is real good. Um, if you want to really hear some like really unhinged patriotic stuff um, done in jest, uh, read the Doctor Spectrum one. Yes, that, that he literally good. took out space because he wanted to took out all the people in space he could, so. Uh, no alien could invade uh, America. Mm. Just kill the squirrels. Just all of them. Uh, which is, it is unhinged, too. You should definitely read it. It's uh, it's real fun. Mm. Um, so we have uh, Carmela Unasone. Um, yeah. She first showed up in the same issue as Frenzy. She has a psionic exoskeleton, which she can reshape as a weapon. Enhanced durability emits neuro neuroelectrical charges, which disrupts nervous systems. She's a lot like armor. Pretty much. Hmm. Yeah. Then we have the Kleinstock brothers, uh, who are Harlan, Sven, and Eric. Same issue as uh, Unascone. Um, they can merge into a giant gestalt form with enhanced strength. And durability, uh, project plasma, and they can also project plasma blasts from their hands, like, like a Voltron made out of meat. Yeah, meat Voltron. Um, so, oh, that's a lot. There's, there's like multiple, there's multiple teams of like three brothers that could turn into a bigger singular person. Yeah, because there's the collective. The, the collective. collective man, that's man. five guys. That's five guys. Well, okay. Uh, there's also well, okay. Let's let's let me broaden the thing there are multiple teams of multiple people who just started to one dude who does things better yes like you have the thunder riders yeah that turned it to five motorcycle guys into one motorcycle guy mm -hmm. the collective man uh the the klein stock brothers I, and i know i'm missing a couple too that's weird but whatever um so we have neophyte or simon hall Showed up in Uncanny X-Men 300 in 1993. Uh, he could phase himself into others and through solid objects. So, Kitty Pride, pretty much. Although, can he can he disrupt electrical systems? So That I don't know. Yeah. We have uh, Francisco Milan, who showed up in the same issue as Neophyte. Converts thought waves into electrical signals via electropathy to communicate directly with electronic systems but he just talks to computers these are, That's a real, these are a bunch of very 90s powers they are they're the very 90s it's just like that's a long way to say they can talk to computers yeah but, but yeah uh amanda uh, amelia volt same as the two before uh convert physical form into psionic mists uh and travel via substantiation over vast distances i feel like she would have traveled through the internet somehow using that power we didn't have the internet yet but probably yes probably yeah oh speaking of and i'll need to post this to uh to twitter but um i i'm reading through the machine man uh the marv wolfman and steve Ditko, uh mm -hmm. for one 
uh, the one that was picked up after after Kirby. Right. Uh, stopped writing it. Um, and there was a whole panel where there's a uh, binary bug who is basically like an early computer villain, mm. computer based villain, and they have on they have a panel that just describes what bytes are and what RAM is. <laughs> And I found it so, and they even cited, he even cited where he got it from <laughs> as well. And I'm just, I just like, oh, chef kiss. It's so good. Cause it was like late eighties, <laughs> not, not late eighties. Like, no, it was during the eighties. I want to say, I mean, said, so it was just real good. You know, Marv Wolfman really wanted to, you know, bring something current out for the kids. Oh, sure. It's just a, a, a witch guy who wanted to buy, wanted to steal a bunch of stuff to make a, insurance company go bankrupt you know <laughs> mm-hmm. um <clears throat> we have sudvik sinyaka sudvik sinyaka who showed up in the same issue as the last he's three a, he's a ninja yeah first off ninja second can drain life energies from others to increase strength and endurance or convert it into psionic bioelectric whips that is uh that's cool um so spore um, or Andrew Hamish Graves, same issue as the last four feral traits, including enhanced strength and agility, plus razor sharp claws, generate mood altering pheromones that affects others' emotional states. Is he trying to have it both ways? He's both like a, a tracker dude and also a mushroom. Uh, no, no, I, I, I think it's just spore or pheromones. Yeah, I think the pheromones. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like he's doing you know like spore stuff that's more like um mm-hmm. not thinking of the other x-men team a teen book i like a lot uh the new x-men academy one the one where elixir showed up and prodigy oh, right. yeah 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 that one is technically not a great book but i like it a lot <laughs> i read it at the right time in my life um cut two same issue as last five uh as it acts as a conduit for intra-atmospheric Anomalies which you can convert into destructive forces, enhanced strength from bionic limbs. What does that mean? Uh, Intra atmospheric anom- yeah, anomalies. It, it, it's a What's lot that? of, you know, we're, we're trying to just come up with a, something that isn't just this guy fires beams. Yeah, like you can just say energy projection. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's, but yeah. Uh, so Seamus Mellencamp, uh, same issue as the last six, uh, reptilian uh, traits, enhanced strength and super speed. Oh, sorry. And speed, not super speed, enhanced strength and speed, very sharp claws and nine vulnerable scaly skin. Also just a real handsome dude. Oh, real sure. handsome. Yeah. Uh, Isaac Javits, same issue as the last seven, uh, massive size that grants superhuman strength endurance and durability so they have multiple dudes that are just big yes i guess it's one of the easiest ones to write though mm-hmm. like be like oh, what's, what's this guy gonna do oh no he gets big he's a big dude um okay so now we have exodus or benet du perry uh was first showed up in well first was first active i should say active in x factor 92 1993 um, vast psionic powers, including telepathy, telekinetic, telekinesis, uh, drain others' life forces to enhance psionic strength. Also, real gaudy dresser. Hmm. It's not, not, not fun to look at. Uh, boo, Rusty Collins. Um, first, <laughs> he was active in X-Force, uh, 25 in 1992. X, yeah, X-Force. Um, and he psionically ignites flammable objects and projects ignited plasma from his hands via pyrokinesis. So don't make out with him because he might set you on fire. Um, then we have Skids, Sally Blevins, uh, same issue as Rusty. Um, generates uh, a psionic field around her body that disperses kinetic energy and negates friction. And, uh, you know, her whole deal is she, uh, you know, she can skate. She skids around. Uh, and I like her a lot. She somehow dresses up real fancy yes. all the time. Um, Colossus, who was active during Uncanny X Men three zero four and three oh four in nineteen ninety three. Uh, it's Colossus. He transforms. Yeah, you know his deal. He's been in movies. Big Russian guy yeah. made of metal. Yeah, 
we have Rockus, who is Anth- uh, David Anthony Rice, um, was active during Avengers 380 in 1994, can transform into a viral state and possess others, uh, grow into a monstrous 25-foot-tall, super-strong and durable form, prehensile tail, strong teeth, well, sharp claws and teeth. So, hey, what? So he can transform to a viral form, but also just be real big. Yes. Does he just have opposite powers? Is that what he does? He just turns small or he's big? I guess. I, I'm not exactly sure what this guy's deal is. I'm very confused. And he doesn't look like a human. He looks like a... Well, I guess he, that's when he becomes like a... He has like, you know, a tail and claws and teeth. So I guess he turns into like a monster. Yeah. Um. So we have Orator, or Victor Ludwig. Was active in Magneto number one in 1996. Forms empathic links with others and enhances their emotional states. Oh, you think his powers would be related to? Well, I won't know. He could become a good orator by yeah making people yeah, being, real jazz. Being, empath- being emp- empathic. Yeah. Uh, Kamal El Aloui, or active in Magneto number two, issue number two, and. 1996 can assume physical properties of inorganic objects and enhance strength. So, like a really weak absorbing man, right? Basically. Okay. What happens with it if absorbing man just like absorbs someone's flesh? Mm. Does he become a pile of flesh? I think he just becomes this normal guy. I mean, he's already a normal guy. Just be- but 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 like, can he make it? Can he make his? <laughs> I'm about to say something cursed. Can he make his ball and chain into just like just just meat? Maybe if he was in like a like a butcher shop or something, he touched like a like a big side of pork. Maybe he could turn it into like a big ball of pork. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I have I have a lot of questions about uh, what what absorbing man can absorb. Yeah, which is a lot of things, by the way. But like, mm-hmm. what about the dumber stuff? I mean, he can turn you know he can turn himself into pretty much anything. I think like drugs. Yeah, but, uh, yeah like drugs. Yeah. Um, and so we have Decay, who is Jacob Lashinsky, uh, who was active in Quicksilver, issue number nine, 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his power is he's dying really quickly, um, and, uh, he must absorb bioenergy from organic matter via touch to survive. That must suck. Yes. Um, so we have Garguli. Or Lavinia LeBlanc, same issue as Decay, and uh, diminutive state, stature, high body density, affording enhanced strength and durability, razor sharp horns, claws, and leathery wings. She is a gargoyle, basically. Which means think she sounds she, like uh, she sounds like Keith David. Yeah. Now, fun fact: gargoyles are basically water spouts. So if you're not a water spout, you're grotesque. That's true. Yeah, so so she also must have water running through her. Actually, technically, yes. She could be a gargoyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have Projector, or Zachary Williams, uh, active in Quicksilver issue number 9, 1998. He creates solid light ob- energy fields that forms into a variety of shapes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holograms. Hard light holograms. Um, then we have Re- Rim Ram, or Marcus Andrews, active in X-Men, The Magneto War, 1999. Can psionically link his mind and subconsciously to subconscious minds of others to read thoughts or plan suggestions. Hmm. I thought with the idea of, I thought Rim Ram would make, make him like a computer dude somehow. I don't know why. But yeah. So we have Static, not that Static. Uh, Gianna... Uh, Karina uh, Esperanza uh, in the, it showed up in the same uh, well, active in the same issue as Rim Ram mm-hmm. and can form psionic, neurosynaptic impulses to paralyze nervous systems and disrupt human, superhuman powers. Then Barnacle or Mortable Mortimer Everett uh, same issue as the last two transform moisture into solidified shell around his body to enhance their abilities uh, or around others to imprison. Then Vindaloo, uh, or Vincat, Catra Gata. 
Um, uh, I'm, and- I'm thinking there was like a real crunch to come up with a bunch of guys from the Acolytes and the best they could come up. They, you know, we, we, we need one more guy and we've got some like leftover Indian food in the, uh, in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely exactly what happened. Uh, but, but yeah, he showed, he was active during Uncanny X-Men 366 in 1999. Um, and he can ex- exude flammable gel from pores, which he can ignite or project as napalm. Wait. Does he make them on fire, though? Is this like a pyro situation? Yeah, I, I think he I think he generates like a flammable gel. I'm not sure if he can actually set it on fire. Because I feel like they would say he could set it on fire mm. if he could. Yes. So I think he needs to have like a, like a little uh, little lighter. Yeah, much like uh, much like my favorite uh, Australian romantic uh, novelist. Yes. Uh, Pyro. Mm-hmm. Oh, him and Pyro would be a good. Would they? I don't know. I feel like people with powers that are based on fire but can't make fire are just the people who just really did not look out. Yeah, anyway. I feel that like you'd have like a big inferiority complex. I feel like I would too, because there's so many people who just have fire powers. Yes. And then, like, like imagine if you're Vendelier, you're just like, oh, I can make flammable gel. Oh no, my lighter's out of mm-hmm. fuel. Like, what are you gonna do? Make people feel a real uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Polaris or Lorna Dane uh, she was active in Uncanny X Men three seventy nine in two thousand. Uh, it's a Magneto's actual daughter has green hair. You know her deal. Yep. Does well for a while. She was super strong after the Zal- after Zaladane. Yeah, that was powers. Weird. That was a weird time. We don't talk about it. <laughs> um. Random or Marshall Evans Stone three showed up in X Men Annual issue number one, two thousand seven. Was uh, can make protoplasmic form that counteracts other superhuman powers and projects biomatter uh, projectiles from his arm. What does that mean exactly? He, is he, he can just turn like his a, arms into guns. Yeah, but no, no, that part I'm not. No, but like, is he like? Is is he basically like? Oh, I can turn into a goopy leech. Basically, the first yes. part. Okay. Why is his name random then? Uh, I think because all the good ones, are, all the other good names were taken. Like, I feel like you would have something like because, like, it'd be different if it was like, like if the answer had the name random, that would make sense, right? Because you know you had random powers, or that one person from the initiative who had like that random superpower thing oh, and died. The, uh, oh, she didn't die. Uh, she just had oh. that taken off. Uh, Armory. Armory, yes. And, uh, believe oh, wait, not, she didn't die? No, oh. uh, no, they just uh, had that surgically removed, and she just went on her separate way. Yeah, I would get rid of it. But, she was a, about to get an explosion, and she needed to get a new power, but she got, like, flight instead. Oh, no, sorry, you're thinking of uh, Spinner. Spinner, that's yes. what I'm thinking of. Who I think did show up in something later, so I guess she lived. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to be rereading the initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm gonna have a fun time doing it because the initiative. That's a good. Book. I think, I think, I think it's up there with kind of like how like the Thunderbolts and stuff, like how you can have these extremely long running, like really good series that people don't really talk about. Yes, but like they're really good. Mm-hmm. Like the Thunderbolts is definitely one of those. Oh sure. Um, though I don't know. Okay, technically, because they're gonna have another Hawkeye led. Uh, Thunderbolts team, uh-huh. and I guess technically they would be villains because they're going to be working in New York and villains. I mean, you're not supposed to be a mask vigilante, New York. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, it's Jim Zub, and I've always enjoyed his work, so I'm fine. I enjoy with it. it. I enjoy it. No, I'm going to enjoy it. That's the thing, Zub. I'm always going to be good. Yeah. Uh, well, but I also I I'm looking forward to the new uh, Spider-Man in um, L.A. book. Where he goes? Wait, is it L.A. or Hollywood? We don't. We don't know yet. I don't know. But whatever. Where, where he's going west? Yeah. I want. I'm looking forward to that one because Ben Riley. He's a, turns out pretty good Spider-Man for uh for New York. Yeah. So you know what? We get some. Oh, what if we get? To, I really hope we get to meet the meet the uh, man. I already forgot their names. Why am I? The Rangers, Texas Rangers. Yeah, just the Rangers. The Rangers. It's Rangers. Yeah. I hope we get to meet the Rangers. I'm always up for the Rangers. I'm always up for them too. Give me some Texas Twister, some yeah. Firebird. 
Um, okay, we're one last. Okay, we have Tempo or Heather Tucker who showed up in the same issue as Random. Um, and time manipulation to a local area to s- slow down or speed up events. Uh, turning up in the Xbox these days. Yes, uh, they her, are. Her helmet now looks slightly less like a waste paper basket that she cut holes in. Yep, it looks less like that, which is good. Slightly uh, less like it. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that is what we're we're done. All right. Yeah. So, uh, is there is there okay? So mm-hmm. again, you know things. Yes, so I do. The trivia thing won't work. Not too really. Well. Unless you okay. think you know more about Rem Ram than I do. Nope, I don't. Uh, also, the the acolytes was from an era of X Men who, well, at least the part that I know about, I only know really about like the first part. I, I recently did a big reread. So, would you suggest it? Uh, I mean, it's an interesting snapshot of a certain time, but see, uh, that's that is what I think about most of the 90s books I read. I'm just like, this is definitely a 90s book, and then I yep. stopped reading at some point. Uh, like, that's the thing. I, I like, I don't, I, I'm not going to be doing that with, like, some of the books, because I am going to be reading more 90s stuff just to fill in some holes, mm-hmm. in my knowledge. But, like, I don't know if I'm going to reread. I am not. don't know if I'm going to read any 90s X-Men stuff, really. Yeah, I think a lot of it is sort of skip. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so, okay, if you were to make a team called the Acolytes, uh-huh. and it could be whatever, let's say it's Krakoan Age, you could be Krakoan Age okay. if you wanted to. If you were to make a team of Acolytes, of basically, like, mutants on the edge, uh-huh. uh, let's say three, what, what three mutants that you know of would you put on there? Okay, so we're talking about mutants who are, like, uh, pledging allegiance to Magneto here. Uh, or it could be someone like a Magneto type. Okay, well, I'm gonna have a team up of his three uh, old, like most pathetic minions of the past. So I'm gonna get Toad. Okay. I'm gonna get Peepers. Okay. Ooh, okay. And I'm going to get Amphibious from the Savage Land Mutates, who is the frog guy. Oh. oh okay. I know. I'm liking this team. That's right. I'm liking this team. I imagine it would be kind of like a comedy book. Yeah. Well. Well, they could be called the Toadies. Yeah, or at least I, the, I, you know, the toad like would try and call them the toadies, but they would not be into it. Yeah, maybe they'd be like, "Yeah, we're serving a higher cause, uh, like we're like acolytes of Krakow or something." I don't know. Maybe a comedy book. You know, I like the idea of that a lot. Right, like Peepers is kind of like the normal guy. The toad is like the weird guy, or, you know, like sort of the like the, the the scheming sinister guy, and Amphibious is like a weird frog man who kind of just wants to go out in the yard and eat bugs. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this would be would be a fun. I feel like it'd be a fun team. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not for me. I'm trying to think. I think I would have part of me just wants to make a, a, a team of uh, of snake people, just because I, I'm still very. I want to know what's the serpent side doing nowadays. Uh, They're going to show up in Avengers. Actually, they just uh, turned up in the solicit. Oh, I have not been looking at solicit, so I will definitely be looking at okay, those. Okay, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Um, I am trying to think right now. Um, man, I am trying so hard, and I am failing. Why am I not remembering mutants right now? There's so many of them. Uh, I think I would have... See, I, I don't have... My brain's empty right now. <laughs> Part of me wants to put husk in it, but just because I'm... I was, I was talking about the Chuck Austin run of X-Men lately, so that's That's, the only uh, that's not why. great. I know, it's not great. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head, so my head empty, no thoughts. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, this has been a our first long episode. Yes. We you will you will expect more of these, but there'll only be two if there's a long episode. Okay. Uh, episodes but yeah uh what do you have to plug all right so i am a writer for the marvel handbooks we have uh, got something brewing and hopefully i'll have news to share about that soon and i'm also on stasis pod a transformers podcast that is going episode by episode through 2015's robots in disguise hey um i have all my links to the stuff in the description um please if you feel like it maybe give me some money on patreon um and uh Rate, view, subscribe. 
uh, do all that junk to make sure the algorithms are happy with me. And also, maybe, just maybe, uh, share the links and whatnot on Twitter and Instagram uh, and tell people about me and, you know, about this whole thing. I'm doing that. I'm in here for the long haul. So you might as well eventually go, um, you know, hang out with me. Um, so, yeah, that has been, this has been Alphabet Flight and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Good night. Oh.